This podcast is brought to you by Ideate and Execute. Do you want to drive innovation in your organization, futurize your enterprise, ideate massively valuable new products, or execute them to market? Then contact us today at ideateandexecute.com and get started. Welcome to the Think Future radio show. Once again, coming at you live from deep, deep, deep in the heart of Silicon Valley, California. We're talking innovation, startups, the future, not necessarily those and not necessarily in that order. Oops, forgot to mention my name. My name's Chris Calabucas. Now I have to start all over again. Now, it's not like I'm OCD or anything. But I have every, I had everything so down pat, and I messed it up. That's okay. That's what happens when you get a stream of consciousness podcast. Anyways, I digress. So, that was a number of topics I wanted to talk about today. And I couldn't decide which one. So maybe I'll talk about both of them. We'll just cram the ball all into this little, short little podcast that I have here. Because my, um, it's uh, not that far distant. For me to drive, yes, folks, I do do this show in my car. I remember when I had my last uh, podcast. I um, at one point when I first started the show, I said, "Oh, everybody, everybody I know has a stage name, so I should have a stage name too." So I set did a poll of my listeners to see what my stage name should be, and uh, I think one of them came up with Auto Vent. O-T-T-O, vent, as in somebody in the car venting. I don't do that much venting anymore. But anyway, I digress again. I think the prize for picking the right uh, stage name was a large pizza delivered to you. And, of course, the the uh, the actually contest... No, that one doesn't count. The, the contest where I say... I, I, <laughs> it's hard to say a word without saying a word, you know? That word that I just said that started with an A and ends with a Y, I'm trying to drum that out of my vocabulary. Just completely wipe it out of my vocabulary. Because I was at uh, a meeting the other day, and there was a guy there speaking, and I, I kid you not, almost every other word he said was actually. Ooh, I said it again. Damn it, that doesn't count. So the contest goes, if you hear me say that word, other than the two times I've said it already, at some point during my show, I want you to pop me an email at thinkfuture at gmail.com, thinkfuture at gmail.com with the show number, which of course you can get off your iTunes, and the moment in time, the second I set it. So for example, if I set it at 7.04 on that particular show, then I need you to send me an email saying, hey... Chris, you said that word on this show at that time, and I will send you, I think it was 20 bucks. Was it 20 bucks? I think it might have been 20 bucks. 20 bucks. That's right, folks. 20 bucks. I'll PayPal you 20 bucks if you hear me say that word. Or, But only the first person to email me will get that 20 bucks, okay? So, yes, the, the A something 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 Y contest continues. 
And uh, I don't know how long I'm going to continue it for. and continue it until I've completely eradicated that word from my vocabulary. So, uh, quick way to make 20 bucks. Just listen to the show and tell me when I say that word. So, let's see. What I wanted to talk about, what I was thinking about talking about today, was listicles. And you know what? I really, really can't understand human fascination with listicles. I mean, I'm sure that if I had a, um, if I have a psych degree or if I was a psychologist or I talked to some psychologists, they would tell me, oh yes, people love listicles. And you guys know what a listicle is. I mean, listicle, it's actually a word now. <clears throat> it is an article which contains a list, you know, seven ways to blah de blah blah or 30 ways to da-da-da-da-da or three ways to blah 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 or three tips on yada yada yada. And I've been sucked in by these listicles, like most people have. We've been sucked in by these listicles. And we read these listicles, and then we move on. And I thought to myself, has anybody ever actually learned anything from a listicle? Has anyone gotten anything from a listicle at all? Has anyone really learned anything from a listicle? I don't think so. I don't think anything in a listicle is actually useful. So, if it's not useful, then why do people read them so much? Why do people why are people so enamored of listicles? Because when you see something like that, you go, wow, I need to see that. I need to read that. And then you read it, and you come away with it. Wait a minute, I learned nothing. I learned absolutely nothing. Even though there may have been 30 tips, or 100 tips, or, or 5 tips... Five powerful tips to improve your public speaking. And you go in there and you go, wow, I, yeah, I knew that, I knew that, I knew that. Eh, I didn't know that, but so? It's not a big deal. It's common sense. And that's the thing I think that bothers me about listicles, is that they're little bon mots of empty information. Kind of like the difference between eating an apple and a truffle, right? You eat an apple, you get all this fiber, you get all this health out of it. You get you get nutrients. You get a truffle. You get nothing. You get a little bit of enjoyment, and then it's gone. And of course, later on, you think to yourself, "Oh man, I'm just packing on the pounds here, eating all these listicles." But that's what listicles are like, if you ask me. They're just little little bon mots of information that really have no value or essence at all. So I'm going to try this thing. I'm going to try this for a bit and see if it works. I'm going to completely boycott any listicle out there. So if I see uh, any title that begins with a number, and everyone knows that to be grammatically correct, you actually have to spell out that number. You have to spell the number out. So when you say seven ways to... seven reasons you should boycott the listicle, then the seven should be spelled out. S-E-V-E-N. Right, but it's not. They just put the number there, and they go bam. You go three ways to supercharge your public speaking, and you go in there, and there's really nothing there. So listicles are useless. They're worthless. They're 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 they're, they're simply link bait. That's all they are. And I still don't understand. I guess I do have to talk to a psychiatrist about this. I still don't understand why humans are so dragged in by listicles. Probably because we're all lazy. We're all looking for the quick tip. The quick buck, the thing that goes, you know what? If I read this list of things, I will learn something that will make me 
much better in record time. I am learning from other people's mistakes. I am learning something. <laughs> but I don't know about you. I have never learned anything from a listicle. So I say boycott those damn things. Boycott them. If you're lazy, read as many listicles as you want. But I'll bet you anything you won't be learning anything from them. So that's what I wanted to talk about on this show. But then out came the news that Apple is thinking about building cars. What? What? Say what? Apple building cars? Apple getting into the automotive space? What the fuboo? I mean, seriously. Why would Apple want to get into the car space? I mean, it seems seems like... Okay, I can understand. You know, if a car simply becomes a consumer electronic... And considering last time when I went to the CES show, there was tons of cars there, so plenty of automotive manufacturers at CES. So if you're looking at a car becoming consumer electronic, so if a car is now consumer electronic, then I can see why Apple would want to get into the into the car space because if they consider it a consumer electronic, that's what Apple does best, consumer electronics, right? I mean, there's way more iPods and iPhones and iPads out there than there are Macs, right? What is it? Only 9, 10% of the population have Macs, but 60, 70, 80, 90% of the population have iPhones, iPads, i-something or others? So, yes, Apple is a consumer electronics company. So if a car can be considered a consumer electronic, then you can say that it makes sense for Apple to get into the car business. I mean, when it comes to autonomous vehicles... People must have thought, well, crazy for Google to want to get into the autonomous car business. But there is any reason why anyone would not want to get into the autonomous car business if there's money in it? If it becomes a consumer electronic? <laughs> I mean, what, what is an autonomous vehicle? It's a living room on wheels. It's a living room on wheels. So what are you going to be doing while you're sitting in this living room on wheels driving around? You're going to be listening to music. You're going to be watching TV. You're going to be playing video games. You're going to be doing anything but driving. Right? If you're going to be doing anything but driving, then it becomes a pure consumer electronic. So I could see why, in some fashion, why Apple might want to get into that space. Now, I have read a number of articles or various articles which say that it might make sense for Apple to buy Tesla. So I can see how that, I can see where that comes from. I can see it totally. And maybe if they figure out the battery issue, then you'll have an amazing car. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, I think we really need to see a giant leap forward in battery technology in order to really see some innovative change in that space, in the car space, in the computer space, in, in all of these spaces. Batteries power everything. And the problem is, is that batteries don't last very long. Even this Fitbit that I'm wearing, the battery only lasts three or four days and I have to keep recharging it. If there was some way for it to hold a charge for a year, two years or something like that. Now we're talking. Now we're talking. Although personally, I think fusion engines in cars will probably be even cooler than uh, electric because, of course, the electricity has to be generated somewhere, even if it's generated in some coal-fired plant uh, 10, 15 miles away from here. It still comes from somewhere and probably comes from somewhere that's not very environmentally friendly. But I digress. So Apple is getting into the car business, or is thinking about getting into the car business. And like I said, it makes sense if we consider the car a consumer electronic. But if we don't consider the car as consumer electronic, then it makes no sense whatsoever. I mean, 
does Apple really have so little, so many few avenues to go down that they're really thinking about building cars? I mean, what about building TVs? Why aren't they? Why aren't they? Why aren't they creating? Like, if you if you if you're saying that Apple is getting into the consumer electronics space in a bigger way, and uh, the automobile is a consumer electronic, then why don't they build TVs? Why don't they get into? Why don't they? Look at the, so they have so many consumer electronic avenues to go down, which are, if you ask me, easier to go down than cars. Why would they go down into the car space? I don't know. It's just interesting. The question is, and I think to myself, what would Steve Jobs do? Would Steve Jobs go into the automotive space, or would he, would he go into some other space? Maybe, maybe he would go into the automotive space. Maybe he, maybe he would think it's enough of a stretch for Apple to go into that space once these things become consumer electronics living rooms on wheels. It's interesting because um, my oldest son just got his uh, just passed his driver's test and so now he can drive and my youngest son is three years younger and he's going to pass his driver's test but it, the world that these two kids are going to be growing up in is going to be full of aut- autonomous vehicles. I mean when they get into the, their mid-twenties mid-thirties the world is going to be autonomous. There won't be. You won't even need to learn how to drive. My youngest son might be the last person in our family who needs to learn how to drive. And if they have kids, I'm sure their kids won't even need to know how to drive at all because there'll be autonomous vehicles everywhere. The default will be autonomous vehicles because the government, in its infinite wisdom, will say, we want zero accidents. And the only way to get zero accidents is to have no people behind the wheel. Once you rem- remove the human, you improve the experience. Anyways, that's it for me for today. See you next time. And until then, don't forget to think future. future.